Welcome to the Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Google podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 280, and welcome back to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. It's a beautiful night out. Uh, it's just a little cold, not cold, but just a little cold. It's like perfect. Like I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and it's just, I don't have to put a sweatshirt on, but it's cold enough that, that I'm like, Oh, I can feel it. I can feel it's right in that sweet spot. You know, that sweet spot. That's so great. So it's really nice out. Hey, this week has been a really, really cool week for me, uh, on Monday. So that would be a a couple days ago, but, uh, Monday, today's Wednesday on, on Monday, uh, we hired, we got to hire uh, a, a new staff person at Phoenix One, uh, the nonprofit that I run here in Phoenix. And such kind of a big day, you know, a year ago when we got this thing off the ground, it was like, man, how are we going to pay the bills? I mean, gosh, Lord, how are you going to provide for us? And, you know, how are people going to come on board with what you're doing as we try to care for local churches and pastors and staff and you know, and, and to now add another team member was really, really a cool thing and, and just an awesome story. Like, here's the thing that I'm learning is that, and this is what we were kind of praying on Monday as we were, the the board met and we commissioned her into the organization, which was really cool, had dinner at night, just a really special moment. But one of the things we just kept going over and over throughout the day is that God goes before us. It's just this, he's got this plan and he's just kind of orchestrating, but are we aware? We That's why I love that passage in Isaiah, like, do you not perceive it? I'm doing new things. I'm doing new things. What is that? Like, well, he's working. He's moving forward. But are we aware? Are we awake to the fact that he's doing really amazing things? So do you not perceive it? And we just got to celebrate that, that God, you know, Morgan's been volunteering for us since June of last year. And then how everything kind of came about was such a beautiful story. And it was like, wow, God was preparing this all along the way, bringing all the right people, people who made a donation for her to be able to be a part of our organization, insurance, like everything. It's crazy. So we just got to, I mean, Monday felt like a day where I just was so grateful, so thankful for how God is moving in ways that we don't even understand, but it's just like, hey, continue to be faithful, continue to move forward. He is doing a new thing, and our our job is to perceive to per, to perceive it. So, wherever you are, like if if this is a season you're like really struggling, just hang on, hang on. I know it's hard. It, I, I've been through those seasons, and I feel like I'm in this last year has been a difficult year, but just a year where God has continued to reveal, like, look, I'm doing things. Just trust me trust me in the highs trust me in the lows just trust me and i'm trying to do that so hey um thank you for all of you who continue to listen really really appreciate it and those of you who give thank you thank you thank you it does mean a lot uh to my family and i so thank you so much so okay our passage is john 15 5 now here's the crazy thing this passage to me is like so core and i <laughs> i couldn't believe that i've never done a podcast on it so i went back to see if i had and i and i haven't so i'm really excited about this passage but uh john 15 5 i am the vine you are the branches whoever abides in me and i in him he it is that bears much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing you know when i was a kid 
I remember going to a Dairy Queen, and Dairy Queens, I was probably six or seven. No, and when I was a kid, Dairy Queens were outside. You know, all these bougie people now with their inside Dairy Queens and the ice cream cone. You know, that's why you got the ice cream cone. That's It, it was outside because it was hot outside, so that's why you got ice cream. Anyway, so I was outside, and, and there was this guy that was outside of, of, the, of the Dairy Queen, and he was smoking a cigarette and really enjoying it. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who's, like, really enjoying their cigarette, he was really enjoying his cigarette. And I walked up to this man as a just a, a really on fire six and seven year old. And I, I walked up to him. And I said, sir. And he kind of looked down at me and he's like, yeah. I was like, you're going to go to hell. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, smoking is a sin and you're going to hell. And I was like, as a kid, I was like, mic drop, you know, but I had... I had kind of grown up with that kind of passion. I had grown up in a way that was kind of like, I'm good. Every there, people are bad. Like I'm in the good. I'm I'm in the. I'm with the good people, and those are all the bad people. It's my job to tell the bad people where they're going, unless they do something about it. I mean, I did door to door evangelism, like all that kind of stuff, and I was a good soldier. I was a really good. Like I went to Bible study, I prayed, I did all that stuff. Good soldier, and yet somehow. Somehow, in my, after Bible college, I was like, even in Bible college, I was like, what am I doing here? What is this all about? Something wasn't connecting. And then I go throughout my life, and I'm like, something's not right. I know the truth. I've been doing this my whole life, but something is not right. This is why this passage is so important to us. And what we need to do, though, is we need to be aware of what Jesus is saying here. This is profound. What Jesus is saying here. God in human form is declaring to all humanity that he wants union with us. Union with us. There's no mythological gods, no other gods that want union with their creation. God in human form, Jesus, is is proclaiming over us, I want union with you. And here's the thing about that. Have, Have we become so inebriated by good news like have we become so inebriated by good news that we no longer understand how good it actually is like if we read a passage like this it should make us just want to just be like worship like oh my gosh but I'm wondering like if just this idea of good news has just become normal I got to talk to a good friend this week who was preaching and he he was like the good news people just make it so normal so we were talking about like well that's the problem it's just this this truth that that jesus is proclaiming is just kind of like oh yeah that's cool no 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 this is life-altering life-changing you know about 15 years ago and this gets back to part of that story early on like about 15 years ago i started to really dig into this section uh, of Jesus's teaching, and, and to be honest, at the time it was probably a lot more like I don't know, theological or intellectual. And I'm sure I had to like prepare for a sermon or had to teach a class. But but through the process of kind of studying and working through that, a buddy of mine gave me a book, and the book was called Abide in Christ. It's by Andrew Murray. I'm actually rereading that book right now, and that's a part of the reason we're like I can't even believe that I've never done this passage. But it was in this book, as I was studying, and I, and I read this quote, and it just completely rocked my world. It says this, Dear souls, 
Little do they know that the abide that abide the abiding in Christ is meant only for the weak, and is so beautifully f- suited for their f- their feebleness. It does not demand the doing of some great thing or that we first lead a holy and devoted life. No, it is simply weakness entrusting itself to the mighty one to be kept. The unfaithful one casting self on the one who is altogether trustworthy and true and it was like something in my soul came alive i was like oh my gosh this this is living into into something that that is far more profound than we could ever imagine we can do nothing without this divine union that God is inviting us into, right? I I started to think, is this why? Is this why I'm so tired? Is this why I'm so tired? Is this why you're so tired? Is this why no matter how much Bible I read or teach, how much church I attend, how how many prayers that I pray, that I never truly feel full, that I never feel really full, like, all those things are really beautiful disciplines. They're all really good, but something is off. Why? Because it's all about doing and not about being. And what Jesus is inviting us into is being with him, connected to him. But this is so much more than we can ever imagine, that we can truly get our hearts wrapped around. Like until you sit in it and and you rest in it and you contemplate this passage, this truth, abide language. So this language that Jesus is using, this abide language, is consummation language. And that's so important. It's consummation language. There is a connection that is happening between the vine and the branch between father and between husband and and the bride god the father right we're the bride he's the bridegroom between us and you can't like you can't pin a vine on a branch no it it won't work it'll it'll die it'll fall off the wind will blow it off it doesn't work that way no no this union is something that is formed it's formed out of union with the Father, the vine. And all that we need, all that we need in life flows in and through this union. This is where the good fruit comes in. This is where the good life comes in. And he's like, listen, without me, you got nothing. You don't have a shot. You don't have a chance. How are you going to do this? I mean, we bond ourselves to all kinds of things. Just think about it. We bond ourselves to money, to people, to popularity, to vices. You know, and, 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 and like I, I want to pause for a second. And we, we bond ourselves to good things. I mean, some of those things are really good things, right? Our spouses, you know, like good things. But it's still not filling us up. You know, maybe for a moment, maybe for a time, but we keep coming back to the same moment. This is what Jesus is saying. This is what Jesus is proclaiming. Jesus is inviting us into real life, real love, real joy, real peace. 
And this is why the psalmist proclaims, taste and see that the Lord is good. But Jesus is like, don't just taste it. Abide in me. Find union in me. I am inviting you into this divine romance. And for me, for most of my life, it made me very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. But it's in this season and over these last 15 years as I've kind of meditated on this passage about a vine and a branch, about union with Christ, I'm allowing myself to let go. And it's so hard. I'm such a good doer. I like to get things done. You know, I I say all the time when I'm sitting out here on the front porch, my, unfortunately, (laughs) my first kind of reaction to sitting out here is I have to struggle with shame. You know, I'm not reading my Bible first. I read the newspaper first. Or I'm not taking enough time and being silent. And I should have, you know, I I woke up at 545 instead of 530. And I'm like, stop. You know, I'm trying to just like that. I just want to turn that noise off and go, I just want you. I want to sit out here. I want to experience your goodness. I want to experience your pleasure. And I, I think for so many people, they're just so busy doing, so busy being religious that they're missing out on relationship. They're, so, they're missing out on this beautiful relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And what we find in Jesus The one who is proclaiming this reality is what he is saying is, I'm experiencing all of this with the Father. All of it. This union that that has happened before the beginning of time. This union with God. And I want to bring you into that. Father, Son, and Spirit, I want to bring you into that Trinitarian love. That Trinitarian care. But you need to abide in me. And, And the invitation is there. The invitation is there for you and I to truly abide in Christ. But we have to finally give up on the doing, all the doing. And the doing is the thing that defines us. No, it's the being with him. And the being will influence the doing. And and what I found is, is this, is that following Jesus isn't the same thing as abiding in Jesus, as abiding in Christ. It's not the same. I followed Jesus. <laughs> I've been following Jesus almost my whole life, and it almost cost me my relationship with him because I didn't know how to abide in him. So the question is this, why are you settling for just following Jesus when you could be abiding in him? Thank you, Heavenly Father, through your son Jesus, that you invite us into an abiding love. May we sit back and praise and worship you as a result of this invitation. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heart. Until next time.